Let it out. Okay. So we want to alter your mental process and attempt to cause your mental pleasure pathways to regulate, to regularly stimulate your fingers towards pressing some buttons for playing our podcast. Hmm. Lofty goals. We want you to like to listen to our podcast. Sure. We want this to be our podcast too. And by our, I'm referencing us with you listeners being a part of us. Yeah, we want to bring you news each week and tell you our opinions, too. So let's proceed to let it out. All right, everybody, welcome to the podcast. Um, it's Let It Out, and it's a podcast right now about anything and everything. My name is Sam, and this is my best friend and co-host, and he is going to go over the topics for today's podcast. Yeah, so I'm glad to be back, Sam. Um, we're on our second episode, and we're ready to get started with some news and just some topics um, very similar to last week. We want to start with some Trump updates. Um, the United States President Donald Trump is very newsworthy and part of the news cycle so regularly. So we're going to start with Trump like I was saying, and the recent trade agreements. So on Tuesday of this past week, we were informed of Donald Trump agreeing to make a trade agreement with China. I'm going to basically just explain it and we're going to talk over our opinion of it and we'll also basically just give our commentary on our ideas on whether it'll work and if we think that it's good and so on and so forth and uh, by Tuesday I meant Wednesday I should have said Wednesday January 15th um, I read of it. So, um, just to start off, the U.S. and China um, signed the bill to pass the trade pact um, on Wednesday upon um, plenty of questions on efforts of Trump trying to basically help the economy and make the regular terms of trade with China more adamant so i was going through the trade agreement and plenty is part of it um it's basically detailing more than or just like around 200 billion dollars worth of industry trade over the next two years um which is plenty right two billion dollars worth of just exports from United States to China. Um, so, like, previously, people were um, concerned with um, the U.S. and its imports from China, but this trade deal was uh, very specific on the exports from China. So, um, just to, like, quickly overview it from categories, manufactured goods, 
like um, industrial machinery, electric, full equipment, um, pharmaceutical goods, aircraft, just manufactured goods, like industry goods um, for the first year. Um, an export total dollar amount is supposed to be around $33 billion just worth of exports going to China. For agriculture, it's supposed to be at like $13 million. For energy, it's supposed to be like $19 million. For services, such as like um, IP services, uh, business, travel, and tourism, just like, um, I guess, like people-based services, it's supposed to be like $13 million for the first year. It's supposed to make it up to like $77 billion. I should have said billion before all the numbers I was referencing to are billion. So it's going to be like $77 billion worth of exports from the U.S. to China just over the first year of the agreement. For the second year, it's supposed to be like 44 to 45 million for manufactured goods, like 20 million for agricultural goods, 34 million for energy, and like 25 million for services totaling to like 125 billion, I was saying million again, I believe, but billion, 125 billion dollars worth of exports, totaling, like I was saying before, like 200 billion dollars worth of trade exports. Sounds like plenty, right, Sam? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, for the 30 days after the trade agreement was agreed on to, um, which was, like I was saying, January 15th, this past Wednesday to some, well, to us and maybe some of you, um, for um, the 30 days after, they are supposed to set forth and create strategies for implementation, um, decide on meeting times and so on, just to make it actual, I guess, just to, just to make it real. Um, Sam, do you think that the trade agreement with China is a good idea, just like from your basic opinion, like from your, your basic I think it's, idea? Just I, think, I, think, I think it's stupid. There shouldn't be a trade agreement with, with China. <laughs> it's, it's like China's, obviously it's, it's a whole different um, type of government, you know? It's, it's, it's not a democracy. Um, at least mainland China is not a democracy. Um, I'm not talking about, you know, Hong Kong. Um, but it just sounds ridiculous to me. Uh, basically, what happened? The reason for this trade agreement is what Trump put in before. He 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 fucking uh, he raised all he raised what's it called taxes? Yeah, last year. Right? Yeah, last year he raised taxes. The only reason for this trade agreement is because he did something last year to raise taxes on uh, Chinese imports. And he right? did, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that did, that does not in any way help U.S. businesses <laughs> at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just like all these all these imports that are coming from China are now taxed. You know, they're getting taxed like six times the amount. It really hurt businesses, hurt business owners because we cannot, I don't know, people we cannot create the same products at the same scale of demand uh, in the U.S. As, as China can, right? Because number one, all the laws that we have, right, in our government um, prevents. Uh, that 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 kind of production, you know, it, to 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 pay workers a low wage to produce, you know, these little odds and ends pieces that need to be, you know, I don't know, sent sent to us to make whatever we're trying to make in the U.S. Right? Um, 
Exactly. And and I just think it's dumb to 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 limit that. If one, I don't know. It just goes back to basic economics, man. The opportunity cost for them making stuff is a lot less than the opportunity cost for us in the U.S. Um, to make. I don't, I don't even think the opportunity cost is, is the right term for it. It's some economic term. Um, but but they they can produce things at a lower cost, right? And and ship mm-hmm. it to us. So why would we even want to tax it six times higher? Is basically saying that we should be producing it here, which we can't. We can't do that, right? There's no there's no market because of the cost, right? Exactly. And there's no and there and there's no market for the U.S. to do anything that you know anything that the Chinese do. So I think the whole trade agreement, right. the whole trade deal is is ridiculous. It's dumb. And and number and you know a, a slight tangent off of that is like. Um, People who have like tech ideas or are in you know working with technology, they will go, they will travel to China and stay there, you know, for six months or a year because they can basically make these prototypes a lot cheaper and a lot easier over there um, because the, the parts are so readily available. I mean, there, there's tons of news stories of people that have you know, grant if you have if you have some kind of you know. Uh, I think I was looking at uh, I was looking at uh, maybe a, a video of somebody wanted to create a um, basically it's it's like a touchscreen glass right and um, basically you have it in your office so in an office so you walk into your building and there's facial recognition and then you basically log yourself in and everything is is touchscreen and it's like a transparent glass of of, of being what's it called. You know, it's a transparent glass and it's touchscreen. So to produce that same thing in the United States, the the capital needed, the overhead is is, is ridiculous, right? But if you go to China, that technology mm-hmm. is there. It's available. The parts are there. You can get the parts on. I'm not gonna say maybe a weekly basis. You can get, you know, your prototypes 3D printed and manufactured, right? So you, imagine, imagine. Mm-hmm. You you have an idea, right? You need to three D print some kind of um, you know apparatus or you know whatever it is that you're building for your project, and you can get this thing produced, mass produced, right? In the next coming weeks, right? You you send you send okay. you send this company this blueprint. They will they will make whatever board for you. They will solder everything, and they they will produce these. What's it called? This part it, it's a, it's the same thing as how. Yeah. So if you, have you ever heard a, a prototype? Good, yeah, exactly. A good example is the the Instapot. Have you ever have you ever heard of the Instapot? Yeah. Obviously, yeah, all, all 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 the manufacturing for that. Um, basically, you know, when you're when you're working on a new idea, you need to, um, you know, kind of manufacture like a, a piece of equipment. It's a lot easier to do in China than it is to do in the U.S. The the, the price would be astronomical to do it in the US. Imagine if you had a prototype that was changing every couple of weeks or, or every month or so and you just and you just, you know, you wanted to take the prototype from being visually on your computer to actual a physical piece of working technology, it's a lot easier to do in China. So, the deal is dumb because you're, you're basically you're pigeonholing people in the US that actually have ideas but they don't have the capital to be manufacturing a prototype every right. couple of weeks, right? Resources so, almost, right? Yeah. Basically. 
so the, I, I just I just don't agree with it. And the, right. and, and this it's new like the, going to waste resources. Yeah, exactly. It's a waste. It's it's a waste. It's, nobody. Listen, you you try think about that. Think about doing something like that. Think about you you have a vision in your head and you want to get it manufactured in the U.S. That's going to cost you a lot of money to get one thing done. But you, you go to China, right? And and everything is, is is good to go. And if you can't manufacture, you can at least get the parts readily available. Like you know, you, you go to Shenzhen in 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 China, and it's basically uh, Amazon, but you can walk around and get the the different parts that you need for whatever you're trying to build. Um, okay, and to, to some certain extent, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, I was also going to say China is supposed to police plenty of technological advancement or advancement um, fraud. So the Chinese also agreed to try to prevent any type of like um like fraud or stealing of um resources or um products um going out so yeah also china's supposed to police some also but i was going to say um my argument is, uh -huh. is since so much is so readily available and easy to export from china like through china it seems like it constantly causes the U.S. to dwindle in its capacity and its way to export. So it's like at some point it seems right for the U.S. to also join the exporting game. Like if the U.S. just continues to receive exports, it dwindles the... Um, GDP resources yeah, yeah, from I, the U.S. I, yeah, exactly. so much more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like the, the U.S. The U.S. The reason for the lack of like technology and goods um, from the U.S. is because the U.S. was receiving so many exports and was outsourcing so much, right? So it became easy for different countries to manufacture and make products because it was the sole source of income, right? It was it was the job of the people all the people were like in the industry so it became easier for them and they became more resourceful to make more resources right so i feel like i believe it as good for the hold on you, you cut off there buddy hello export say that so one more time say that one more time no you cut off again i'll say uh, to some extent, I agree to you. My, to some extent, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah, yeah um, that's a lot clearer. It is more yeah. economically. Yeah, I brought the microphone closer to. Um, but I was going to say. Um, yeah, keep the microphone there. You sound great. More resourceful. Yeah, it's more resourceful and it's good to um, make products um, from the countries with the most resources because, like you're saying, it's more economical it makes more sense and so on but i was saying uh -huh. the lack of u.s imports and the continuation of it uh dwindles the resources u.s to try to import if they are to ever do so so it's to some extent i feel like it's good for the u.s to try to make product and increase products for exportation just to keep the capacity to export part of the country, right? Yeah, I get. I mean, I just feel like this is what I feel. I, I, 
the economies of China and, and, and the United States are, are very different, right? I feel I feel like all the kind of revolutions that happen, like industrial revolution, agricultural revolution. Um, I don't know what revolution we're going through right now, but we in that sense, we don't have the capacity to produce these knickknacks that the Chinese are producing. Let's wait till you, let's wait till you get back. Are you back? Hello? Yeah, I was saying we're going through the exportation revolution. Yeah, yeah, it's export. But the thing is, right? I, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think GDP is just an antiquated, um, uh, is is an antiquated equation <laughs> to to okay. the, you know to quantify how powerful a country is, right? I think is right. I mean, okay, so we're getting more stuff from China. They're exporting more. At the end of the day, we know how china works right they want their gdp mm -hmm. this equation for gdp is, is ridiculous right you know if you export yeah. if you export a lot that means that your country's doing great well obviously china you you know china has been has been known to export things at a loss right so they they will okay. they, they will sell things or that you know they will they will export all these they spent money to make money right exactly not even make money it's just to seem good <laughs> you know what i'm okay. saying it's, it's, GDP is just a, the equation is, is ridiculous, right? So I'm saying if I believe that all these trade agreements are based off of that nuance of that equation of if you export more than you import, then your GDP is better than, okay. okay what is, so as what long is, as some type of capital is being made from it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, what does that really mean in the grand scheme of things, right? Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah. that, so, so that means that so the United States, if we wanted to, you know, be the top GDP uh, of whatever of the world, now we got to export more than we import. Does that really mean <laughs> anything, you know? Well, at some point it might. So, yeah, you're right. It might cost or it might seem like silly to start with. Mm -hmm. And it might take some time to perfect the process of recreating resources and remanufacturing to make products more gdp kind right like more good for the gdp uh -huh. but it's it's something and um it's only for two years right the agreement was set to um like i was saying um go through the two years of agreement and after um it's, it might be reevaluated. it's it's ridiculous he's only doing this because gdp is you know because he put the taxes on the the chinese imports right he wants mm -hmm. he yeah. wants to he wants to make it look Trump wants to make it look like the United States was doing great when he was president. When when he was not, when the the thing that he put in place is to make this equation work to make it look like the U.S. was on top. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's, and it's yeah, like, I, I agree with you. It, it was an attempt to and that's and that's maybe restore some type of adage of Trump being good at president, right? Exactly. It's like, like it, oh, look. Look at the look at look at our GDP compared to you know number two uh, superpower compared to China. Ours is great, yeah. yeah, because you fucking taxed it at, at, at what six times more than what it should have been taxed anyway. <laughs> I mean, what would okay. you what yeah. you expect? What would you expect it to look like? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't know. It's, it's, and, yeah. it's just ridiculous. It's dumb. Okay. I just I just feel I just feel like GDP or whatever they're trying to do with this trade agreement. You know, I, I, I guess they're trying to be on good terms with China. But the thing is. GDP is antiquated. Um, listen, if you have a good idea, and uh, I, I guess it's, it's a more holistic view 
of, of like the world. It's just like, if you have a good idea and you're trying to create it, um, I'm going to try to make this, especially when I'm just starting out, I want to try to make this thing as cheap as possible, right? Mm -hmm. And then once I get into production, right, then we can go ahead and, you know, spend the big bucks to, to, to do whatever we need to do to, to produce this thing. But when I'm just starting out, I don't have the capital to be making prototypes every week. And, mm. and, and, and if China's offering me these parts and, and manufacturing at, at these prices, why would I not do that? I'm trying to, it's not... It's not like I'm trying to create a, a you know, I'm, I'm, especially if you're trying to create something that's going to benefit other people, right? It right. Just, it just yeah. it doesn't make any sense. I'm not here creating nuclear bombs and stuff and, and going to China and trying to figure out how to manufacture a bunch of like, firearms or something like that, you know? I'm going yeah. in and I'm trying to make a goddamn Instapot, right? And, and, right. and it's a lot easier to, to, to do that in China. And it, and it just basically, if you if you lived in the U.S. and you had that idea during this time, and you were trying to import these parts to get your to, to, to get your business off the ground, I would be very frustrated, and I'd be very upset. Okay, so uh, yeah, um, yeah, I feel like you made some very valid points, and to some extent, I agree with you. Uh -huh. I am trying to at least be optimistic and look on the good side, and maybe it'll turn out good. We'll see. I also wanted to mention. The U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement uh -huh. was brought back um, into, like, fruition, kind of. Like, it's uh, awaiting approval, um, but it was presented last year, uh -huh. um, or I apologize, it was presented during 2018. It was presented during, like, November of 2018, and it was brought back up just recently. Um, it's also, um, like the China deal, made to increase trade and to increase trade between mexico and, the, and u.s and canada yeah oh, so you said, you said, you said, you said mexico u.s and canada yep okay. yeah u.s mexico canada mm -hmm. trade deal it was first like i was saying presented during november of 2018 mm -hmm. and it was re-brought up and it's waiting for approval um i want to read its overview so um basically um, the country of origin rules are automobiles must have 75% of their components manufactured in Mexico, the U.S., or Canada mm -hmm. to qualify for zero tariffs. Um, labor provisions are like 40 to 45% of automobile parts must be made by workers who earn at least $16 an hour. By 2023, Mexico agreed to pass new labor laws to give greater protection to workers, including migrants and women. Most notably, these laws are supposed to make it easier for Mexican workers to unionize. Okay, um, U.S. farmers are supposed to get more access to the Canadian dairy market, and the U.S. got Canada to open up its dairy market to U.S. farmers. Um, and it was a big issue to Trump. Um, some more. Um, I'll try to just quickly read it. I believe it's just two more. Um, intellectual property and digital trade. Um, the deal extends the terms of copyright to 70 years beyond the life of the author. Um, it was 50 before. It also includes new provisions to deal with the digital economy, such as prohibiting duties on things like music, ebooks, and protection from um, internet companies and so on. Um, 
making it so they are safe or like not liable for content um, from their users. Um, and the last clause I'm reading is called the sunset clause. And it adds a 16-year sunset clause, um, meaning like it's supposed to expire after 16 years, like it sets after 16 years, and the deal is also subject to review every six years, um, and at which point the countries are supposed to basically decide on like whether it should be extended or whether it's over, I guess. So yeah, um, just one more trade agreement. Um, to increase trade between the U.S. and its neighboring countries. Um, like you were saying, um, previously, like outside of Canada, Mexico also um, was and is making plenty of products that the U.S. was using, and I see it as an attempt for the country to try to maybe equalize. Um, it's probably... To your opinion, um, at least kind of similar due to the cost of it being made uh, within the United States and the actual things being readily available. Um, would you like to speak on it any? Or Say that one more time. So I was saying, I figure your opinion is kind of similar to the Chinese agreement, right? Like you feel like it's it's been easier to make the product and to get them imported, like for them to be exported from um, different countries than the United States. And I, I was guessing you were going to say it's kind of similar and it's more resourceful to keep it the way it is. Uh, it is more resourceful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I have the same opinion. Um, okay. And a little unknown fact is a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> A lot of companies, a lot of big companies, Samsung um, and other telecommunications companies, they, they have full factories in Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Full factories in Mexico. And do you know, do you know what the messed up part is about factories in Mexico? So if, if, if a factory's in the U.S., right, um, and you're producing a phone or something like that, right, when, when you go, usually, uh, especially, I mean, usually if you're part of the company, you'll be able to have uh, like a discount on the, the product that you're getting right so if you, if you work basically if you work for samsung in the u.s right you get a discount on samsung products right yeah. mm -hmm. and, and yeah. that's that's evident in mexico um at least from the production uh, at least from the production facilities that i have i have seen basically what happens is they will create a phone or a car or something right mm -hmm. they can't even purchase it <laughs> outright in mexico it has to get shipped to the U.S. first, right, and for them to be able to purchase it, right? Is that not is that is that not weird? So what happens is, yeah. so the, the whole thing with it's, it's in the way the U.S. tries to quote unquote increase their GDP, right? You know, you have these companies, yeah. you, have, you have these you have these companies in Mexico that produce seventy five percent of a car, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not a full product. Right. Exactly. You ship. Yeah. You ship it to the U.S. Right. It's shipped to the U.S. Right. And it's completed. Right. And it's completed in the U.S. Right. And now the U.S. gets, they, they get the full, they get full the, capital over it. Right. Exactly. And that's ridiculous to me. Right. Yeah. And, and not even that. Imagine if I were, I don't know, if I were genuinely working at one of these facilities and I wanted to purchase one of these vehicles. 
right? Or, or one of these, um, you know, phones or something that I was working in, in Mexico, right? I couldn't even do that. And that's, I, I mean, and that's not helping Mexico's <laughs> economy at all. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's only helping the, the U.S.'s economy. And it, it, I, just yeah. feel, I just feel like it's terrible. I still, yeah. I still agree so, with, I still agree with it, what I said before is that the, yeah. you know, the cheaper yeah. work or whatever, but when it gets down to the nitty gritty, again, I keep coming back to this, this GDP term is very antiquated and it's very silly, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's very dumb, right? So, so you, it sounds go. like you're kind of, um, kind of agreeing with what I was saying lastly. I was saying, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it makes sense, um, to get the products from the place where it's like the easiest i guess or the most resourceful but doing that constantly causes it to become problematic because some country gets over exercised right or overexerted, and the country benefiting is losing the capability to provide for itself or maybe to provide help or to provide the quantity of goods to make it equal like in return so it's like to me, the U.S. is kind of like the user, right? Mm-hmm. Like the U.S. is receiving the goods and using it up and figuring out the ways it's to be used. And the countries of like export, like the countries from where the products are from, mm-hmm. are like the makers. So, like if we were to compare it to video games, the video game creators are the places where it's being made. And the users are figuring out ways to play the game, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a catch twenty two. Sometimes it leads to good um, to kind of communize actions and activities, and sometimes it's to the detriment of like people and resources and so much more. So I feel like it's at least good to try, and um, I guess it'll get figured out. Mm-hmm. No, no, I agree. Yeah. So. Um, also, um, since I guess I'm done with talking about the trade agreements, uh-huh. um, I figured it is good to mention Trump's impeachment trial is set to at least begin with its opening like trial like part on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, it's supposed to begin with its opening, and on Wednesday, I believe it's supposed to start. Um, any like ideas or like do you want to say something on your opinion of the impeachment trial before i detail some stuff from the democrats do i want to say anything about the impeachment trial yeah before i tell of like the democratic filing of why trump is supposed to be impeached or removed from office um the only thing that I had, I mean, <laughs> I don't have much to say about the impeachment trial. Um, I just feel probably my my same sentiment from last week. It's just like, I feel like it's the same thing that happened to like, like uh, what's his name? Bill Clinton? No, no, no. No. Oh. no, no. Of course, the same thing happened to Bill Clinton, the impeachment, but... Like Papa John, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> it's yeah, just like <laughs> Papa John. This is like um, you the the <laughs> you got a company in your name, right? And everybody's turning on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 you still think 
and you still think that you're right and the people are wrong. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's my whole thing about it. This is like at some yeah. at some point you're gonna have it's like it's like being in a it's, it's like being I, I, that impeachment to Donald Trump. The only the only other analogy I can make is it's like being in a bad relationship with uh, with a significant other, right? And all yeah. and all your friends are telling you, "Hey, man, bro, that person is bad for you," you know? Yeah. And then you you're still there, and you're like, and you're still you're trying. dealing with it for some reason. Exactly. Like, yeah, and you're still yeah, and you're denounced still, to everyone else. Yeah, yeah, and you're still trying to make it work, but everybody else can just see all these. Red flags. They're unbeknownst, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's unbeknownst. Yeah. It's, it, no, you, yeah. You, you know it, you know, but you're ignoring yeah. it. <laughs> you're ignoring, maybe. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're ignoring it for some odd reason, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I, have, I have the general... <laughs> I have the general opinion that everybody, everybody can at least... Everybody's at least some sort of... At least they're self-aware to some point, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> they, right. They have to be. Yeah. Some, some percentage, right? So I use that yeah. analogy to say... That's what I think about the impeachment. It's just like it's like a bad relationship, man. It's it's not going well. Everybody's telling you it's not going well, right? And you're you're just gonna keep trying to make it work when you should just at the end of the day. Yeah, like fetch, right? Yeah, just just give up. Exactly. So the House Democratic filed an one hundred and eleven page um, just list of reasons on why Trump is supposed to be impeached. I'm just going to read some of its table of contents and maybe just some like um, bold-faced parts of it. So for its table of contents, for the House argument, um, the Senate um, is supposed to convict the president for abuse of power. Um, Part A for it is President Trump exercised his official power to pressure Ukraine into aiding his re-election. Part B was President Trump exercised official power to benefit himself personally. And Part C is President Trump jeopardized U.S. national interests, right? Um, mm-hmm. For Part like two, past the um, reasons why um, the Senate should convict Trump, um, the Senate should convict Trump on powers of Trump's obstruction obstruction to Congress. Um, The House is constitutionally entitled to the relevant information in an uh, impeachment inquiry. President Trump's obstruction of the impeachment inquiry violates fundamental constitutional principles and C is President Trump's excuses for his obstruction are meritless. So they were saying like Trump was trying to interfere to try to like give his side and they believe that his side was meritless. Okay. Um, section three is um, to remove president Trump from office to prevent further abuses. So um, they believe that Trump's repeated abuses of power just going to continue and the obstruction of Congress threatens our constitutional order and president trump is to protect our system of government and national security interests it's just really long like i was saying it's 111 pages Mm -hmm. Um, if we make some type of social media page it might be good to 
posted or something. Um, so yeah, it's, it's plenty long. Um, yeah, some more, uh, um, statements, some material facts. So, um, for part one of Trump's abuse of power, the president schemed to solicit foreign interference in the 2020 election from the new Ukrainian government, um, already started or yeah, it was already started last year during the spring of 2019. Um, he enlisted his personal attorney to, um, and us officials to help execute the scheme for his personal benefit. So it's basically just collusion. They're basically saying the president was trying to collude to aid himself to become president once more. Um, the president froze vital military and more security assistance for Ukraine. President Trump conditioned a White House meeting on Ukraine announcing um, to launch politically motivated investigations um, and just so much more. Do you want me to keep reading or? I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, plenty is going on with um, the House Democratic. They are really trying to get Trump out. And like I was saying, it's 111 pages with 193 reasons specified as to why Trump is supposed to be removed from office. So, like you were saying, there was only 20, right? 20 Republicans are supposed to vote Democratic, I guess, mm -hmm. to cause <laughs> they, Trump to get fully removed. They, I mean, they won't. I mean, it's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it's very detailed, like I was saying. It's of course it's detailed. It's long. One hundred ninety-three. We're gonna take something to the Senate, or to, I mean, to I don't know what court this counts as. I think this is like equivalent to like military court or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So <laughs> that obviously came prepared, and at the end of the day, it's just um. The character, yeah, the character well, of that person is just like the character is just, just not it doesn't vibe well with the normal people. <laughs> yeah. Well, with the liberals, like Trump was pretty radically Republican, I guess, or pretty radically conservative, and like his conservative values seem to offend people. And like supposedly he's conservative, and like the term radical conservative is. Kind of like um, sounds like an oxymoron. It, to me. Exactly, an oxymoron. I was going to say an idiom, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, he's radically conservative, and it tends to offend. And like before he was elected, it was already pretty much just well known of Trump being someone to. They just needed to try get to, try to man, yeah they, they, try to, they needed to get somebody in there. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to, trying to make America great again through <laughs> plenty of actions. Like it, it started and it's continued and yeah, it seems like some some of it's kind of stayed the same. Like the country's seemingly without some of the radical promises of Trump, but um, he still tries to push the envelope. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. God, this, he don't make no sense to me, man. Yeah. Some people so, just, some people just, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think he got elected and all this kind of thing on his character, but on his character, not by any of it. Those are qualifications, obviously. You know, there's people yeah. that, people that have been in politics, have degrees in political science, that have been running for president, and 
and these are the same people that are backing this guy that is just I don't know. It's a public. He's a public. Yes. He's a public figure, man. He's he's a he's a caricature of of exactly. what, of, of what of what America is or the majority of America believes at that time. Um, okay, so your point um, is really good for transitioning us mm-hmm. into our next point, and it is on the accusation of Bernie Sanders telling Elizabeth Warren uh-huh. in private <laughs> in private yeah in private of it basically being like impossible or women are never going to become president right I mean like obviously that's a foolish it statement was, Number- it was removed like Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders team mm-hmm. basically was saying it was um, a lie like it was made up but um, I mean just generally on the basis of will women soon be or ever become president, do you think or do you feel like it's already time for women to become president? Or do you I think mean, the, the listen, I mean, is, the, 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 the literally the last election is between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. So it's, it's not it's not about is it is it time for women to become president? It was it was a possibility. Yeah. Right. Was it was it not possible? Yeah. Right. It was possible. And, it was one hundred. It was one hundred percent possible. So for anybody, for anybody to say it, it, it sounds very dumb to say that. Um, oh, uh, women cannot become president, right? Especially yeah. after the last election, when the two candidates it was it was a man and a woman. So what are you really? What are you saying? Why why would I even fix up my lips to say something like that when it just happened? You know, uh, what, what, a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like during the last yeah. election, it was a man and a woman. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense for anybody to even to say something like that. Sounds ridiculous, right? Yeah, it, yeah. It sound, it sounds ridiculous. I believe you're right. It sounds ridiculous given and, the facts. Given the facts, it sounds it sounds dumb. Why would you say something like that? Okay, so yeah, I agree with you, and I also think um, some people might be kind of like skeptical. Of like whether women are going to become president because it seemed like Hillary Clinton was going to win like up to election day it was kind of like it was going to be like a sure thing like mm-hmm. um, Clinton won the popular vote mm-hmm. and Trump won the electoral so mm-hmm. Trump was elected but like yeah, plenty of people like all of the media and like all the people um, predicting or most I ought to say always too many but most of the people were saying. Trump is going to lose and Clinton's going to be the first female president. So sometimes um, balloons get deflated, right? Like people get high expectations and the aftermath of losing the high expectations causes some type of like lack of belief. So um, like you're saying, yeah, it was so close just this past election and it becoming like an actual occurrence still seems like it might happen soon. It might go on soon. That's what it's I'm totally saying. It's just, it was, listen, man, <laughs> the, the race was neck and neck between a man and a woman, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and now you're, and, and now what? And now people are saying, oh, it could never happen. It, they were just neck and neck, man. <laughs> you, yeah. You imagine, imagine watching the race and, and thinking, oh, any of these two people could win, right? Yeah. And then, and then after the race, you're like, oh, obviously this other person could never win ever again ever right sounds ridiculous yeah. Yeah, so yeah yeah so my take on it I is agree with you. yeah no and I, I appreciate that you agree so my take on it is if bernie sanders told this told told 
told Elizabeth Warren. Warren. Told Elizabeth yeah. Warren <laughs> this in private, right? Yeah. If this did happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was to gain some kind of advantage. Maybe it was to 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 put to her moralize, maybe. exactly. Yeah. Maybe to put her in a position to thinking that she could not win, right? Exactly. And at the right. and at the end of the day, right? If you're in a competition with somebody and you're trying to win something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. Would you would you, some people just do everything that they need yeah, to? Yeah, some people to win. talk trash. Some people, yeah. some people need to do everything. So, so if I was <laughs> listen, I'm never going to run for office or anything like that. But I'm saying, if if it's a little trash talk that happened, right? And now you're crying wolf about it, not crying wolf about it, you're crying about it. Mm-hmm. Whatever, then you could. <laughs> it's just like, listen, he came, he said something to you, and it got you riled up. You can do one of two things. You can either prove that person wrong or cry about it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 that's it. And there's no reason to and, and there's no reason to cry about it because the last election there was a woman running for office that almost won. So yeah. obviously what he's saying is ridiculous. Even if he even if he did say it, and if it was just yeah. and if it was just, so I think if it was just trash talk, it's it's <laughs> it. it, it, it it's a consequence of, uh, of the environment, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, so you look, at, you look at any competition at all, you know, mm-hmm. you think people are just in there being nice to each other? No, people are trying to get into each other's heads and they're trying to win for themselves, right? And, exactly. And Yeah, and um, I agree with you. Like I was saying, uh, more recently, um, at least one of the more, like, popular women candidates for president was Kamala Harris and Mm -hmm. she was supposed to run for the democratic side and she like bowed out, I guess, or um, her campaign. Well, it was supposedly over financial reasons. So um, whether women will receive the support to become president Mm -hmm. is also really big. Like Clinton was rich before she tried to run for president, right? Because of her husband, her husband, um, was making money and president and he was probably giving plenty of speeches and um, backing the campaign to some extent and to see s- some woman outside of the realm of the already like elite or rich um, might take more time because of the cost it's it costs millions of dollars to create the type of campaign yeah, that the yeah. most popular candidates make right uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's also an obstacle, the monetary issue, the financial and the fiscal and so on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Kamala Harris. I haven't done any research on her. All of that I've heard is that she just locked up a bunch of black people, and she's black. Right? Oh yeah. I think she was yeah. she was harsher on. Her. I don't know. And. I mean, just hearing that. I mean, whoever, I don't know if it's true or not, but whoever put that release out, a press release or printed mm-hmm. that, <laughs> a very smart move because it made me not like her <laughs> from yeah. from the jump, you know? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, um, someday, I believe someday some woman might become president of the United States. It just of might course. take some time. Of course. I believe it's not. It's not someday. It's gonna happen. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more of a. It's more of a when than than a than like a why did this happen? You know, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or if. Or if. Yeah. More, that, yeah. It's more. It's more of a when than an if. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Um, are you ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. To go on to topic number three. Topic number three might get plenty of discussion. It, it is on millennials being worse off or worse off than their parents, right? So, like, millennials are supposedly, um, like, less well-off, more dependent, and so on than their parents. Um, for some places, like, it makes sense, like, um, the expenses of some states uh, make it difficult for people to make the type of living that was made previously just because of the cost and so on. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess I want your opinion before I read on the article that was presented on the millennials being worse off. Um, like just well, your surface opinion. opinion. Do you, do you feel like millennials are worse off automatically? And are any reasons like obviously prevalent as to why? Uh, yeah, I think millennials are, are worse off than, than their parents, okay. right? I believe that at, at certain ages, at least back in, I don't know, 20 years ago. Time, 20 times years, are different. Yeah, times More are expansion different. was going on, so like yeah, people, people were moving to um, non-settled or unsettled lands, right, mm -hmm. to create the type of living they wanted, and the land is taken, right? Exactly. So there's a lot more home ownership and all these kinds of things. I mean, which is fine. I mean, I'm not I'm not here to speak on that. Um, so it's just people. This um this idea. I think people use home ownership as like a like a golden indicator <laughs> as as, as mm -hmm. to if you if you're doing well in this generation or if you weren't doing well and i think that's also mm -hmm. ridiculous <laughs> i think that's that's that is dumb yeah the contrary yeah that's like i completely disagree with that right if the market's mm -hmm. not if the market's not good to buy a house why am i going to buy a house right okay um if in the market for housing increased so much like over the past 20 years the size of the homes were basically decreased like 50%. Like it was cut in half and the price of the homes doubled, right? Yeah. So like 3,000 square feet was 300K uh, during a, like the early 2000s. That's what I'm saying. And today, 1,500 is, 1, is yeah. 600K, right? Exactly. It's, it's just it's in California, it's just another garbage statistic. <laughs> this is like mm -hmm. you can't use this. To say, oh, millennials are are worse off than yeah. than than their parents, right? I I yeah. believe I solely believe there's nothing wrong with renting a property, right? Okay. I mean, if you want to use and people argue like renting keeps you from gaining any like capital or any sort of traction towards like owning, like it's basically just paying to stay, and it leaves you like without gaining any type of asset after yeah i mean it sounds so ridiculous people, it, listen, yeah, so. that sounds ridiculous to me imagine imagine this here's, here's 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 a scenario that i paint all the time for myself right imagine you're renting a house right renting a house 
you're paying, you're paying the rent. In California, the renters' rights are a little bit different. Um, washing machine breaks, right? Dishwasher breaks. Um, yeah, it's going to come out of your pocket, right? No, yeah, no, you're renting. No, 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 you're renting. So it's if not. You're come, renting. It, it doesn't. Not well, okay, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, you're renting, yeah. right? Washing machine breaks. The the the, the toilets not working. The air conditioning is off. The water here, the water's not hot, right? The the microwave stops working. The stove stops working, right? Yeah. All those costs, right? Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine. Listen, I'm not saying that this has happened to everybody to anybody within one year right but imagine one year the washing machine breaks and you got to replace the washing machine and then the next year the dishwasher you got to replace the dishwasher the next year is this this and this right if you're yeah. re- if you're renting you don't have to worry about that you yeah. you call your landlord and say hey listen my washer and dryer is <laughs> it's not working right and i need mm-hmm. this, i need this replaced right in, yeah. in a fashionable amount of time, right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. not. That's, that's, it's not a. It's not a replacement that's going to be one hundred or two hundred bucks, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like they have to, like the landlord will have to go out of their pocket to go ahead and, and fulfill that, right? Now, if something yeah. else. Now, now, as as a landlord, right? Now that just happened to me, right? So mm-hmm. now I, mm-hmm. I had paid a thousand. Mm-hmm. I had paid a thousand dollars to get this guy a new washer dryer or to fix the washer and dryer, right? Now on top of that, now I got to worry about you got to worry about property taxes, right? As a landlord, and in California, more than likely, you got to worry about HOA fees, right? Mm-hmm. So now yeah. owning this property, as 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 great as it has seemed, right, has become a burden, right? Because now you're you're negative for this year, just because a few things happened, right, to the property, right? Mm-hmm. But as a renter, nothing has happened to me. Right, <laughs> I'm not in yeah. the hole. <laughs> it's like, I really don't care. I I get to live in this place, <laughs> live in this space as if it were my own house, right? And nothing has has tarnished <laughs> my income or done anything to make me, um, you know, rethink, uh, or, or or restructure my budget or anything like that, right? So that's mm-hmm. so, so that's good. Yeah, that, that's that that is the that is the complete benefit. So people, I mean, this this idea that home ownership. Is the is the golden rule for being successful or being better off than your parents is ridiculous because okay. right now, as you said, um, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. Also, yeah. um, the idea of people setting the goal of gaining capital is sometimes um, like blocking. Sometimes it blocks the idea of them gaining some type of resource or betterment um just in some different way so yeah i was going to say like um over the past few years it seems like within the past 10 years or so the idea of apartment complexes becoming like home communities it's becoming like really popular like right like it seems like plenty of communities of like smaller type like 200 um i ought to say 2,000 square feet or less are being made into communities to kind of maybe resourcefully like um, make it easier for people to, like you were saying, like keep the home they want. Maybe like it seems like the idea of communities is more resourceful, mm-hmm. and it's starting to become the trend as opposed to making tract homes. Right, like um, like tract homes are becoming 
less popular and the idea of um, smaller living spaces um, within like gated communities I was trying to reference seems to be more popular and the way um, like the housing market might be going like it seems like it's it's very prevalent throughout southern california and like um for northern california is probably becoming more popular too um i guess like i think it's good to maybe like you were saying make it more communal because it is more resourceful to create ways to closen the people to make jobs like you were saying like maintenance jobs and so on easier to perform as opposed to people going out and just getting new stuff all the time it's easier to get some stuff like controlled by certain people as long as the people are taking care of it correctly right yeah yeah so um to me um the idea of the baby boomers um also plays like into this like the generation before our parents, like our grandparents are part of the baby boomers. So plenty of people were being born. And like I was saying, plenty of places were left to be settled. So people were making ways with the amount of people to create more stuff. And like these days, the people are older and they are occupying space and less space is to be made of the like readily available land so like it's more like um, millennials are left to rearrange as opposed to create so sometimes rearranging is more difficult than creating sometimes it's easier to just make it the way you want it as opposed to uh, sustaining or altering the way things were so i feel like the baby boomers and the amount of people left uh aging is also making some sort of difference. So them boomers aging is making a difference? Yeah, because like I was saying, more stuff is left to be altered as opposed to stuff being made for the first time. So people are left and plenty of stuff um, previously made was also left, so more stuff is to be remade because the stuff was already around. Okay. Yeah, it's just because so many more people were born during, or so many people are older from the time of yeah. the baby boomers. Like, yeah. um, if you were to look up the demographics and the statistics, mm-hmm. um, way more people were born. It was like the biggest influx percentage wise of people. And the people are getting older and the stuff they made is getting older and it's uh, um, stuff to get um, like repurposed as opposed to just creating something. Yeah. I believe when your stuff yeah. is left over. Yeah. Um, yeah. My last, my last uh, thing, my last thing that I want to say about the topic is <clears throat> Owen, you say millennials, it's just like people that, you know, went to school, they got degrees, and now they're having trouble finding jobs, right? Yeah. It's just, millennials are just people from, like, the 1980s and going on. Well, 1989, and well, you 1980s, no. Nah, yeah, like, I, the, I, the, I, the I, mid-1980s. 
pretty sure. It's 85. Let's say 85. Let's cut it off there. Okay. Anything okay. before there. Well, old. the people from the mid-1980s are like 35. Yeah, exactly. They're having trouble finding a job. And then when I look at, yeah. the, when I look at the degrees that they got, it's one thing, right? It's one mm-hmm. thing. It's one thing. Back in the day, I don't. I don't know how it worked back in the boomer time. Maybe you just went and you got a degree in arts and crafts or whatever the degree is, yeah. right? People got yeah. degrees in cinematography and um, philosophy, psychology. They're able to leave school and just get a job. It was just mm-hmm. a, a good paying job uh, at that time. I believe. More jobs were readily available. Yeah, jobs were readily available. Right. I don't think that has anything. Yeah, I don't think that has anything to say about the uh, the effort that that degree took. Right. I think jobs were just more available. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think just, well, yeah. like I was saying, more opportunity was left because less was already made. So, like, like I was saying, sometimes it's easier mm-hmm. to create as opposed to sustain or alter. So, like. You might see an open field and it's got possibilities and you might see an old uh, building and treating it differently is going to take some time. Like it's got to be repurposed as opposed to something just being created. We're recycling through America because America was already finished, right? So America was basically finished during the late 1800s, right? Like the gold rush and stuff was going on during the late 19th century and by the 20th century america was going into its like full like build it as it is and uh, by the time the 21st century was going on it was time to repurpose because plenty of stuff was already used yes i agree yeah so yeah um it's just different. Um, some states cost plenty to live in. Some places are expected to um, be certain types of places, I guess. I'm kind of losing track of my idea. But, um, like, expectations sometimes lead to different results. And, like, expecting us to live our lives or millennials or Gen X people to uh, live their lives the same way as the people before them um, just might turn out differently, I guess. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, no, I hear what you're saying, and I do, I do agree with it. And I'll, I'll say about my standpoint, it's just like uh, back then there was more jobs to give out that paid well, right? And now, you know, this kind of ties into the whole. Uh, it, it, it could tie into a lot of things. Right? We can we can extrapolate on this to a very large extent of why jobs are not readily available and these kind of things. But when I did go to school, uh, I, I looked into professions that yeah. were that should not have been affected by whatever was going on because. When I went to school, I got a, I had a degree in economics, and then also got a degree in statistics. Um, and at the end of the day, I and I have not, I have not used any of those two things. I, I do not work in finance. I do not. I am not an economist, right? Mm-hmm. In in school, 
I prepared myself to what was coming. I, I did I did a little bit of research and I saw that software engineering <laughs> was or, or software engineer was going to be more readily available. It's going to be yeah, exactly like growing right. Exactly. Expanding. So exactly. So I taught myself that, and <laughs> and I believe. I mean that that helped me, you know, to sustain myself and to make sure that I had a job out of college. But um, it kind of sucks that uh, back in the day you you could get a degree in things that you actually believed in, right? And then that yeah. and that would pan out to getting you a job, or you can study things that you believed in, and yeah. that that, that kind of gets you a job. But now it's it's more, it's a little bit different. Um, if you don't look at the at the at the job market when you're in college, and then you get out, and you and and then you start looking at it. So it's better to look at the job market when you're in college, right? <laughs> and okay. then, as opposed to when you get out and you realize that the job market is not structured for your degree and you got to go back and get more schooling or get a master's or whatever the case may be that's very unfortunate and that's just due to lack that's just due to lack of jobs and it ties into our last topic it's just due to um all this manufacturing and everything that we outsource and and things that other countries are better at because a lot of people They would go out, they'd have college degrees, they would become managers or foremans of factories that are no longer around, you know, yeah. or, or they'd be, you know, managers of, uh, of, of industries that just don't exist in, in the U.S. anymore. And, I, and um, it's just very, it's, it's very unfortunate that education, now you got to do your research before you get an education, and once you do get the education, you got to make sure to, um, I don't know continue doing yeah. research to make I, sure that, she, I agree. I, that your job is going, not compromised. Yeah, I was going to say, pre-plan, um, keep yourself kind of open to um, accepting jobs after and make some type of plan for action before. Like, personally, um, I dealt with plenty of, like, troubles with finding myself a job. Like, I only got my high school diploma, so mm-hmm. it was tough for me for some time, and um yeah, I feel like uh, people uh, with better ideas of their plan of action um, are more like ready to find ways um, into the job that works for them. So yeah, um, pre-planning and being open-minded kind of and being ready to maybe express your talents in some different way than your initial plan um, all go into being ready for the so-called real world, right? Yeah. So, um, I guess I'm done with the millennials topic, mm-hmm. um, and I guess I'm pretty much ready to move on to one of our last topics, like our main like last topic. It's kind of like an extra topic. Mm-hmm. It's on time travel and some man believing he might create himself some type of time machine sometime soon. Yeah. So, first off, mm-hmm. do you believe in time travel? Yes, I do believe in time travel. <laughs> I, do. Uh, I guess I, I, I kind of, I kind of, okay, so I might say, like, oh yeah, it makes sense. I kind of disagree with the idea of time travel. Mm-hmm. I feel like time's kind of a straight line and someone 
supposedly traveling through time makes the experience of the past um, event part of the future of the said person. So it, it kind of goes with the timeline of possibility. So I feel like time travel is kind of debunked to me. Mm. Um, but I want to get your opinion. I want to hear your opinion on it. Well, I mean, time travel to me, it makes sense because if you are an astronaut or if you go out of the gravitational pull of the uh, of Earth, right? Yeah. And you, you get into some gravitational pull of some other planet, right? Time might be slower or faster for you dependent on the gravitational pull. You might okay, age. so is this time difference a feeling? Is it it's, a feeling? No, it's 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 is it it's, equilibrium? It's real. It's real. Basically, okay. Is it hallucinogenic? Imagine, imagine this. Imagine this. I'm, I'm in front of you right now, right? Okay. You and I, are aging at the same pace. Mm-hmm. Right. I take a spaceship to another planet, right, and I circle that planet for two years right okay. yeah and I come back and we've aged differently I okay. maybe I might be older and I may be younger than you okay yeah right okay so it's personal time travel huh okay personal time travel you yeah, said, you said personal time travel time travel yeah personal time travel Not, like no, you're, no, that, that you're travel. aging or okay I guess so okay so my idea on time traveling, right, um, is time traveling is about, well, like the idea, like the science fiction idea of time travel, like going back to see the dinosaurs or going back to see Abraham okay. Lincoln mm-hmm. or someone is basically just an idea of recreating situation. So if the situation mm-hmm. is like recreated, it is very similar to the idea of time travel because Essentially, you are moving forward through your own personal view of time. You are getting forward. You're going forward through your own personal view of time, but you are ending up in some recreated situation, right? Some recreational situation of you being part of some event from some past. So it's like you're recreating. It's just it's making some type of future recreation of some past event. So... My idea of time travel is people are going forward to recreate just something from the past. It completely lacks all going back. I feel like time is a straight line. And even if it looks like you went back, you're going forward because you personally are going forward. Somebody receiving some type of like Mm anti-aging still means time is going forward. The body of said person is just regressing for age it is just it is just scientifically like losing the uh, former like i guess ailments of age maybe i'm i'm, I'm failing to no, figure out I, some I, better I words i understand what you're saying so for lack of better words so, yeah. so you're saying you're saying even you know back to the the same thing that i said that me and you were saying for each other time still moved forward for both of us right right uh, and then I came back and I was just younger or older than you. Right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, that makes sense. I feel like all time or time always goes forward. I believe- like if you're if you're to go back, if you were to cause someone to forget and to recreate the situation, 
time is still going forward. Say you want to um, make someone happy or like like you made someone angry and you want to stop it and you make them forget uh-huh. of the anger and you go back to the same type of situation and you treat it differently, it is the same to me as time travel. It's the same idea. I don't know. It, so time travel to me, if I boil it down to mathematics, right? Mathematics, is, it's not always, you're not always adding things. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay, so there's such things to as, me. It, it they, would they, come they, down to me actually, like I mean, time, visualizing time, the way time and yeah, time, time, math are time, completely tied. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so time, time and space are completely tied together. Correct? Okay. Right? Okay. I guess so. Right? I mean, no. I mean, it's, um, it's, I mean, time. time no, 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 no. Time and space. Well, yeah. time, no, time and space are tied together. Listen, you and I on this podcast right now, right? Is that yeah. is, is at a certain time? And where are you? You are in your room, yes? Yeah, yeah. And I'm in my room. So time and space are tied together. There's no event on Earth that we cannot tie to time and space, right? There, okay, there, there, because time and space bound us, right? Or bind us, I ought to say. We're bounded to time and space. <laughs> exactly, we're bound to time and space. Just walking okay. around, yeah. right? Now, what I can say definitively is, yes, time is moving forward. That is one hundred percent correct, right? Time is always okay. moving forward. So it's always moving forward. So, no, 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 t- yeah, t- t- yes, exactly. Time is always moving forward, right? Just the same way as if you thought that numbers were always adding up, numbers were always adding yeah. up. But we can recollect what just happened five seconds ago, can we not? Right. Right. Yeah, we remember some stuff. Okay, five and and, ago. The, and then if we're adding numbers, and I added five to. Can I not subtract five from that? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Okay. So my idea of time travel. Um, I guess we'll surmise it to editing this podcast. So we said something at minute two, mm-hmm. and if it were moved um, past the current minute twenty, right? Mm-hmm. It's still, it's still forward right if it were duplicated and added it is still adding to the timeline right for it to be time travel it supposedly occurred already and it's going to occur again with some separate like body or entity being part of it right yes exactly it's the alteration of the event basically time travel is the alteration of the former uh, time travel is, is just changing either the time or the space that a, situ- okay. that, that a situation happened, right? So okay. either, either, either in this instance, I change the time or I change the space. So one or two things can happen, right? Either I cannot exist within this next second, right? Yeah. Or, or we can go back in time <laughs> and, yeah. and, and make me exist again. So I don't know. So the thing is, um, this guy, what, what was his name? The, the guy was trying to create a time machine. Let me get his name. Is it Ronald Mallet? Ronald Mallet. I've been following this guy for a couple of years. Uh, I think I first saw his post on Reddit. Um, I guess he, he, not an I guess, he said he loved his father. And, mm-hmm. and then his father passed away. Um, like surprisingly passed away. It was just like it was, it was, yeah. a, it was, it was a shocking, right? it was a shocking yeah. event for him as a young, as a young, as a young boy, and then I think when he was young, he used to read science fiction, 
and then something stood out to him in the science fiction. I believe it was a certain quote, um, you know, that was relative to, to you know, either science or, or time travel. And then he spent his life being becoming like a theoretical physicist. Or, yeah. And 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 I feel I feel like that's that's great. And then one thing that he said, yeah. one thing it's, that yeah. yeah, one thing that he said, one thing that he said, which is great. I mean, obviously, time travel does not exist, right? Okay. But one thing that he did say in his research, which is definitive, is you can only travel back as far as when the first time machine was created. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So it ultimately means to travel back to the Stone Ages, somebody created a time machine during the Stone Age. Absolutely. That, that is what he said to me. He, and then I think he, um, he also said, he also stated that he's still doing research and he'd want to, you know, figure out things um, that, that, that might be opposite of that. So maybe we can go back to the Stone Ages, but from what his, I think, initial research uh, stated is if a time machine were created, right? Mm -hmm. You could only go back to, to the, the time of the first time machine. To the time and of the first time machine. So my question to you, right, is, okay. is when, when would you want your time machine to be created? Um, well, I was going to say, um, I feel like if we are making the best of our lives and ourselves, we are like uh, making every moment our best moment. Mm -hmm. I feel like the time we want to be in is always going to be correct. So I prefer to feel like I want to like the way my life is and creating some type of time machine is something I want to like kind of avoid i guess but if i were to want to make some type of time machine made um i'm already getting to the age where i would want to because if i'm any older i would only go back to being old right if you're any older like if the time machine's made when i'm 50 then i'll only, you'll only be, be 50. able to go back then i'll only be able to go back to being 50 exactly so when and would, so if what, I'm younger, so I, I mean, yeah, so, so I'm thinking yeah, so, to relive the moment. Exactly. So, so I'm thinking, thinking the way you, you should think about this question is, is this, right? Is it would be well for me? It would be as young as possible for me to go back to any moment. It would be as young as possible. Yeah. So you you would want to relive everything. Well, I would want the opportunity to. You'd want the opportunity to relive everything. Yeah, because I might get to alter all of it, right? Like if I go back to me being five, me being five might be different than the time before. Just for you. Yeah, well, for all people. It makes, okay, so the idea of time travel is so selfish. It is such a subjective idea. No, 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 no,
it's, it is it's, it's it not, is totally it's, playing God. Time it's, travel it's not, is playing it's not, God. It's not, it is. It's, it's not playing God. If you're the person that created, if you're the person that created the time machine. You, you're not playing God. According to your theory, time is always moving forward, right? Yeah. So even yeah. this nigga that created the time machine, even if he were yeah. to go back, time is still moving forward for you. In 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 two timelines. So I would get right? some type of separate timeline, and that separate, person might might want to catch up to me at some point. They might just fast forward through time. Is it like the DVR? Uh, we can think about it that way. But what I'm saying is the question is, you said that the time that you'd want to go back to is yeah. the youngest possible. Right? I would want the opportunity to to, to, to go back to to relive. You want to relive everything. But, I was saying it might be different. Like I might alter it. I might of course, decide differently. Of course, of course, of course, of course, you might decide differently. But I'm saying, is is that the time? That so the the, the question was more. Um, the question, at least in my head, held its weight or its potency. In yeah. Into has. Well, would that, you want yours to be no, older? No, 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 no. I'm saying, has it? Has there been any? Has there been any instance, any real instance, in your life, right? Any single moment. Right. Yeah. That you would want to retry. Retry. Right. Hmm. And, and and it might and it might be and it might be a moment that took, you know, it, it took a couple months to procure. You know, I'm yeah. not ta- I'm not talking about a traffic ticket or or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's just like has there yeah. has there been any time where you made a, a single decision or multiple decisions, and then based on your decision making you're like oh my god if i would only have done this this way or done this the other way things would have worked out differently for okay, for, so, for for something big not 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 something yeah. small right okay so i like i like to lack the idea of being regretful so i feel like at the time no, made, no 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 okay does, i was going, well, I was going have, to give you okay an okay all right, all right but go first ahead, i think go ahead, go ahead. I like have to, to be like, a regretful experience it's, yeah it's not like about regret but but oh, but you I, but, I but, but, but it was regretful. it's not yeah, it's, it's not it's, it's not regret you don't have to regret things that you did the, the thing is regret is regret is a very cowardly emotion the thing is the things that you wanted to go differently regret it or not right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, or not. It doesn't have to be an emotion filled with regret, um, mm-hmm. or an experience. Yeah. Filled with regret. Right. Um, it just has to be something that you wholeheartedly would want to do again. Yes. Some moments um, for my life. A, a moment. Like... A moment. Not some moments. Okay. It has to be okay. a moment. Okay. So you pick okay. your. You you got to pick a moment, and then I. And then I will I, I will pick I will pick a moment. Okay, so you were saying um, stay off of the silly stuff, but mine is kind of silly. Um, so mine was during college. I mean, me actually finishing my college degree mm-hmm. probably ought to be part of my list. Mm-hmm. But um, mine is actually, uh, I guess I ought to say like a topic of love. I guess I feel like the first time I ever felt like I really wanted to be with someone and I was rejected, I would have wanted to um, get more opportunities to be accepted. To be accepted like, in, in the relationship? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like my first heartbreak. I guess I'll, I'll go back to my first heartbreak. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And it was also during college. 
your first you, so your, your first heartbreak you you'd want to, you'd want to go back to that moment yeah and you'd want to relive it yeah and you'd want to do something different yeah That's okay, good. how about you? It's good. <laughs> that, was, that was really good. I might even steal yours. <laughs> <laughs> might even take that one for myself. <laughs> first heartbreak okay. first heartbreak is always the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um let me think. I, I didn't think. I just came up with that question on the spot. Because we we're talking yeah. about time travel. So I, I now have to think. So let me let me let me take a let me take a couple of seconds here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Moment that I could go back on. I, I think I go back on to um, when my brother was in the he's in the fifth grade and then he just got his uh, his cat his cat six or stat, yeah. stat five whatever the fuck they call the fucking the uh, those standardized guy, testing those goddamn to, tests was it it was the exit exam right no nah, no nah, the exit exam is when you leave when you leave yeah. high school but it was it was like the same idea for each grade. For each grade, we used to take some type of standardized test and it to would change. pass. It, it, it would change. We were supposed to get good grades, and we were supposed to pass the standardized test. Exactly, exactly. So standardized test, I think, I don't know if it was the CAT 6 for him. I don't know what it was. Um, yeah. But that, that's when I felt like I was really, that's when I, ta I talked to him. I talked to him, and I really felt like I was talking to my brother. And then... Mm -hmm. And that was, I wish I could go back to that moment and share more moments like that with him because he really loved, he loved mathematics. His, his mind was, it was great. His mind yeah. was. It's full of possibility. It's full of possibility. Like this guy, the, the, the math that he was taking or the math that he was doing, it was math that I hadn't even seen in college, you know? Oh, wow. And then, and then he was. Like the amount of knowledge that he knew is just like it was astronomical. I was like, God damn! I wish. I guess I was trying to. I was trying to live my life because math was always my my worst subject. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was. Well, once you were older, you're pretty good. You made it to calculus and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. I had to, listen, listen, listen. The only reason that math is my. The only reason I did well in math is because it's my worst subject. It was just, I did not. It was very competitive. Right, mm -hmm. and then I just did not want to seem like I was um, a loser or whatever the case may be in high school. 
when it came to you know you get your grades back and everybody's looking at each other's grades. At least the, the smart kids would do that. All the all the other kids is just <laughs> they, so they, they, they didn't care. So I didn't I didn't want to yeah. I don't I didn't want to be that person that had yeah, for- the bad grade. So when it came down to math tests in high school, I used to make sure to study my butt off, you know, and to make mm-hmm. sure to get to, and then I got I got good at math that way so you were you were lying over the years you were saying like it was all easy for you you used to always say like you never studied and like you forgot yeah, the yeah, topics yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just like yeah, went definitely. to class and like just definitely. got it all right definitely definitely i'm a liar <laughs> okay oh well 100 i'm a liar but oh, um well. but i needed to what's it called listen i look i looked through that book i remember i remember the day before the test looking through like algebra 2 and the calculus book and looking through the equations, looking at the at the answers, making sure that my answers are right, making sure that my writing was legible. I used to go through, and I used to what's it called? I I, I did that. Yeah. At first, because I knew that I sucked at math. I was terrible at math. I was worse at math in my head. In my head, I was worse at math. Um, oh yeah. So if I could go back to a moment, I'd go back to the moment where. It was, it was my, my brother, he was in the fifth grade, and the math that he was doing, it was it came so easy to him, man. And I was mm-hmm. like, God, I wish I had that. I wish I had that so easy. And I wish I would have um, talked to him more um, and maybe cultivated, or I don't know if cultivated is, is the word, but to... Well, yeah, kind of like position him to continue yeah, to yeah, yeah, like yeah. learn and... Because yeah. continue to learn, to be, to be smart, to be, to be that guy that that knows. Yeah. Because I was not to that be okay guy. with being smart. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. It's, like you were saying, like um, it was kind of like the opposite for you. Like you were motivated to be smart, and some people get like demoralized for being smart. And exactly. Sometimes it's yeah. tough to stay smart. Yeah, yeah. So that's the moment I, I will go back to. He was in the fifth grade, and he was I don't know, man. Talking to him in the fifth grade, it's just like. I wish I could talk to him now, but he be in the fifth grade, <laughs> you know, because he was so mm-hmm. smart. The stuff that he was saying, yeah, it was it yeah, was yeah. really good. I, I could hold a conversation, um, hold a conversation with him, and I will go back to that moment. Yeah. Um, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good moment. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back and then. And then I'll try to, I don't know, encourage him more. It's like, hey, man, you're, fucking, you're, you're a goddamn genius, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Continue to pursue this because this is going to turn out. And then, I don't know, it might it have worked out for both of us. Maybe he would have been a programmer or something like that. But yeah. I don't know. The skills that he had at that age, I've never seen anybody um, in, in my whole life. Like, even even going through school, you know, you know there were smart kids everywhere. I think when I went to... I went to when I went to school. There was people that were working, not working. They they would go um, to, to like community colleges to 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 study and all these kinds of things, or they go to like naval air bases to I don't know to fix their science projects or whatever the the case may be. But in terms of like natural smartness, it's like yeah, that kid that kid had it, man. And I, okay. I, 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 I just, yeah, and I just wish, I wish I would have had, uh, wish I'd have been there to, uh, at least embrace it yeah. a, a little bit more instead of worrying about, um, I don't know. 
Yeah. Li- living life and paying rent, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, to move on, um, our recording is going on during January 19th of 2020. And January 20th of 2020 is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So, I felt yes. like it might be really good for us to admonish or, like, give praise to Martin Luther King and maybe read some quotes or excerpts from Martin Luther King just to say we are appreciative. We are very glad and very grateful for all people, like, um, basically trying to um, create equality and um, people um, trying to move civil rights um, towards the direction we like for it to be. So um, I'm okay with reading um, some Martin Luther King uh, quotes first, or um, you're welcome to. It's up to you. Um, yes. Who first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, me first? Or me. It's up to you. No, I could read first. Okay. Okay, this is an expert. This is an, <laughs> I said expert. Yeah. This it is an, is an expert. It's an expert <laughs> quote. <laughs> this is an excerpt from the essay yeah. Letter from Birmingham Jail, um, written April 16th. 1963. Um, We know through painful experience that freedom is never voluntary given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. Frankly, I have never yet engaged in a direct action movement that was well-timed according to the timetable of those who have not suffered unduly from the disease of segregation. For years now, I have heard the word wait. It rings in the ear of every Negro with a piercing familiarity. This wait has almost always meant never. Okay. Good quote. I liked it. Um, so for me, um, some of mine, I probably am going to read um, multiple excerpts. Um, and mine are from sermons. Um, I really recommend anyone trying to like find um, good Martin Luther King pieces or speeches to look towards some of his sermons. Some of his sermons were very good, like, amazing great um my first one is from martin luther king's last christmas sermon like before he was assassinated it was called peace on earth and the quote i'm going to read is if we are to have peace in the world men and nations must embrace the nonviolent affirmation that ends and means must go here and it goes with us and like our topic on trade and stuff like ends and means sometimes um we expect um the ends to be good um, and we're okay with the means from like the situation to be bad to get to the good end but for the ends to be good it is better for us to agree and make the means to getting towards the end also good especially I mean like I mean it mainly towards like human rights and like so much more like for some situations you might say oh it's great to glorify the struggle but 
for human rights, the means and ends must cohere, like Dr. King was saying. And also, I want to read from his sermon on loving your enemies. Um, I'm going to read from part of it. I'm going to start as, um, within the best of us, there is some evil, and within the worst of us, there is some good. When we come to see this, we take a different attitude toward individuals. The person who hates you most has some good in him. Even the nation that hates you most has some good in it. Even the race that hates you most has some good in it. And when you come to the point that you look in the face of every man and see deep down within him what religion calls the image of God, you begin to love him in spite of. And it just meant like in spite of all the bad from before. So yeah, Martin Luther King was great. Um, he was Christian. Um, he was reverend. Um, he was plenty to plenty of people and an amazing person worthy of getting his own holiday, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So like I was saying, I encourage people to read his Peace on Earth sermon and his Loving Your Enemies sermon. So, and, um, and later from Birmingham jail, I got I got one more paragraph. Go for uh, it. I got, I got one more, a couple more sentences. It's very relevant, yeah. re- very relevant to our times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, the, the, the next part of the excerpt is we have made <laughs> we have waited more than three hundred and forty years for our constitutional and God-given rights. The nations of Asia and Africa are moving with jet-like speed toward the goal of political independence, and we still creep at a horse-and-buggy pace toward the gaining of a cup of coffee at a lunch counter. And that spoke volumes to me, given that, I don't know if it was the last calendar year or the last two calendar years yeah that two black men were trying to meet up with uh, another person at a, at a Starbucks mm-hmm. and got the police called on them mm-hmm. and then multiple situations where I think a black man wanted to use the restroom at a Starbucks no, not anything at Starbucks. It just could happen in any other situation. Yeah. But, but in 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 the realm of coffee, Starbucks is king, right? So, yeah. Again, you know, uh, black men want to use the restroom, and they did not let him use the restroom until he bought something from the Some Starbucks. I mean, some it, it's, treat it, all people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so, some. I, I understand that. I understand that, but. And in, 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 I mean, within the same cadence, I'll say this is if you own a coffee shop, mm-hmm. <laughs> you should be expected that people are going to come in there to meet and not order coffee. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was like someone with some group of people. He was with a group, right? Was I, he with the group or was it just him? I don't know. I don't know the, 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 uh, I don't know the specifics of it. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is, I mean, given that this was written in 
right? Oh, okay. It was, and, yeah. and, and given that he was referencing 340 years prior to 1963, and given that this event only happened yeah. maybe two or three years ago, yeah. of somebody trying to get a cup of coffee, or even if they're on a coffee establishment, right? Mm-hmm. And getting the police called on them. Yeah. I believe Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think that that should have happened in this day and age. And again, I I'll say it again. This happened. I mean, he he said this in 1963. He was referencing mm-hmm. 340 years of enslavement of of African Americans. Mhm. And a couple of years ago, African Americans number 1 were just trying to meet up with somebody at a coffee shop. Yes. Mm-hmm. And another situation was somebody was just trying to use the restroom of a coffee shop mm-hmm. and had the police called upon them. Yeah. Seems overt. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, um, Martin Luther King, great. Um, we are still dealing with plenty of efforts towards creating social equality. Um, and yeah, it'll be great for us to finally like live through the words of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. So um, we are almost done. Like I was saying last week, um, at least sometimes I want to go on some type of tangent. And Sam's welcome to, too. Um, I, I kind of only want it to be one tangent per episode. Uh, did you think of or figure out any tangents for yourself or... Am I supposed to go on my idea? Uh, you're the tangent guy, dog. So okay. Okay. <laughs> go ahead and, and, and I say, guess, and say I guess, what you're going to say. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll go with my tangent. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. mine is basically on like whether people think about what they eat when they are eating it. And it's on chicken eggs. And so, Sam, mm-hmm. when you eat or think of chicken eggs like what do you think of it as like where does it come from was it really like any ideas okay okay so question what are are chicken eggs when i eat chicken eggs i give two fucks where they come from they come from a chicken's butt somewhere (laughs) (laughs) okay okay and the second thing that i think about is if it is a large egg and you can hold a small egg or you, Google a small chicken egg and Google a large chicken egg. Uh, a larger egg, one chicken egg, if you eat it or saute it or whatever the fuck you want to do with it. Yeah. It has 66% of the cholesterol that you need for the day. So, so if, yeah. So if you eat two of them, right? Yeah, two egg omelet, which is very yeah, you're, you're co- cholesterol co- filled. Exactly common. So you'll probably have either. I mean, given the size of the egg, either let's say eighty. I'm gonna give a. I, I was a stats major, so let's say eighty to a hundred and twenty percent of the cholesterol that you need for the day. If you are a sedentary person and you don't move around a lot. Basically, that cholesterol is going to form in your heart. Right? Truthfully, for cholesterol, even like um, active people mm-hmm. um, sometimes deal with 
cholesterol issue. So like yeah, so I, um, I cholesterol intake, yeah, like recognition is really smart. I agree. So uh, that, that, so when you said eggs, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're sedentary, right? Then mm-hmm. if you're sedentary, all of the cholesterol is going to yeah. go into the um, what's it called the uh, the arteries, arteries the arteries of yeah. of of your heart. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then, when you die and you keel over, and they do a a a biopsy of your body, right? They're going to cut into your heart, and the arteries are going to be filled with cholesterol. So my thing is, I don't eat a lot of cholesterol. I try to manage my cholesterol intake. And I try to um, eat egg whites if you want to eat, if you love eggs, if you love the taste of eggs. Eggs, so I usually eat three egg whites with one egg yolk. The egg whites do not have any cholesterol in it. So if you are uh, about torturing animals and you know, really don't care much, <laughs> then, mm-hmm. then, then go ahead and eat as many egg whites as you can. I, I believe there's no side effects to that. So eat as many egg whites and then the ratio of your egg white to egg yolk should be between what the FDA um, or uh, recommends. Yeah, recommends. USDA. USDA, sorry. The USDA yeah. recommends for you to take in. So what I usually do, it's one egg whites and then four egg four egg uh, four egg yolks. The opposite. You're saying it was more egg whites. Oh, 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 sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. One, one, egg egg, one, one egg yolk and, and, and four egg whites, yeah. Thank you for yeah. correcting me. Yeah, you're welcome. So I was going to like say, I guess. So since chicken eggs are meant for chicken babies, they are made um, with the idea of at some point being Baca. fertilized. I was just going to say chicken eggs are essentially menstruation for chickens. They are the hen's menstruation. And people eat and get cholesterol-filled arteries from the menstruation of an animal. Do you think people will rethink eating chicken eggs from hearing of chicken eggs being menstruation? Um, sure. <laughs> I just listen. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of the cholesterol. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of the egg because okay. because socially, I have been I have been bred to listen. That, that that's what breakfast food is <laughs> at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So breakfast food is so. Um, so try to get egg whites, and if you ever go to a restaurant, um, ask for shell eggs because um, if you do not ask for shell eggs, basically the eggs that you get in your omelets are a pool of just egg yolks. Yeah. And that's just one hundred percent cholesterol. So, ask, so it's good to ask for it fresh. No, 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 not fresh. Shell. Just ask for well, sh- shell well, eggs. So you, fresh is. Fresh as shell. Fresh means it was cracked and created. Mm, okay, good. I don't. Like, I don't immediately. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't want any discrepancy. If I go somewhere and I and I ask for fresh eggs, and they say, "Oh, we just we just pulled these egg yolks out of the fridge," <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. So fresh means it was fresh means it was recently cracked, and so all of it's getting used. Okay. Okay. Good. So cracked. And so cracked. My, in, cracked in, my, in in the son's case, and if you want to make sure that it's from the shell. Shell eggs, um, ask for that if you're ever going to order an omelet um, or, any, yeah. or any egg dish that is not cooked where you can see the yolk, right? So if you, yeah. order, if you order eggs over, 
If you ordered egg scrambled, over easy. If, if you, no, over no. easy, you'll over see easy. it. Yeah, over easy, if, over yeah, easy. If your eggs are over easy, you'll see. Over easy, over medium, and over and over and hard. White. Yeah, so over easy, over medium, over hard, you'll see the yolk and the white. If you're ordering your eggs scrambled, um, make sure to ask for shell eggs so they actually scramble. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. Restaurant eggs are usually just yellow. Yeah, exactly. For so, omelets and for yeah. well, for scrambled, sometimes I see some egg whites. Uh, you won't if they're cheap. So you got to ask for that, and they're obligated to give it to you. And one, and another thing is just make sure that you know what you're consuming that's going inside of your body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and at the end of the day, cholesterol is not good. The body produces enough cholesterol for you to sustain yourself on a daily basis. Right. Truthfully, um, from my estimation, I'm just guessing, cholesterol might be good for fast twitch muscles. Yes. Because your blood is rushing more. Sure, and I think yeah. I think that might be it. Any any other case anybody wants to present, uh, I'll throw it out the window. I just don't. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just listen. Cholesterol is just uh, you produce it yourself. I know you, I know people love eating animal products, and if you are going to eat animal product, ask for egg whites and maybe um, an egg like one egg yolk if, if that is okay. um, yeah readily good. available. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, accepted from the restaurant or vendor but yeah um great episode we talked for like way more it's one, it's one hour at, one hour and 48 minutes oh i'm at 151 i am at 148.55 uh-oh so um yeah we are very grateful for all of you uh, being willing to listen we might try to make some type of social media page um i already created um some facebook group mm-hmm. for us to try to get more listeners and maybe we'll try to reach more people we'll try to get more people so we're very glad for all of you listening and we want you to listen to us some more we also uh, might be adding some music and some more to our podcast yeah. so i guess just stay tuned still gotta and, add an intro and as you can see as, we'll the podcast, as the podcast goes on the song gets more relaxed man uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> time travel. It was time, time travel. <laughs> it, was, it was me talking as opposed to reading. It, it was me giving my opinion as opposed to me just reading facts. It made me. I thought this thing. Yeah. I thought this thing was the fizz for a couple of seconds. Anyway, 